Yes, we're done. <laughs> Stop. No more alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> Quarter of it. Ah, never mind. 911, what's the nature of your emergency? Yep, real life, everybody. Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton, once again joined with two very giggly boys this evening, Mr. Clint Walton and Brian K. Bishop. Guys, how are you doing? I'm excellent. How are you doing tonight? Good, too. Great. Thank you for asking. Clint is a detective, and Mr. Bishop here is a retired police officer from Ohio. Real quick, who else gets that sound in their head every time you hear Clint is a detective? You dun dun. <laughs> every time it comes into my head, I swear I hear that. So I thought, guys, because Brian, you're here visiting all the way from Ohio, and we have a very unique way that our friendship was cultivated. And we talk about this a lot on this show, just how difficult it is to make friends as adults. So I thought that we can kind of get into, and I'll let you go over it, Brian, a little bit about how our relationship started, how our friendship started between the three of us, as well as us kind of diving into some unique ways to actually be able to build our tribes out a little bit with people that we can actually trust and people that we want to bring into our inner circle. Because I know as you listen to this, you are definitely just like me and one of those people who is completely okay with our circles being small. However, one thing I recently talked about inside of my Facebook group is the importance of us being able to network and to pull in the knowledge from other people. And we can't do that if our circles are so small. We're doing ourselves a disservice by doing that. So Brian, go ahead and talk a little bit about just the, the openness that you were to receiving this relationship, and um, then we'll kind of go from there. Well, after having two failed marriages, and I can take 50% of my own faults, learning to trust, learning to trust other people is very difficult. In law enforcement, we are trained not to trust. Sometimes we don't even trust our own fellow officers. So to be vulnerable to a group, to allow myself to open up, do personal videos, allow myself to do my voices that I usually have done since high school, uh, imitating people, being able to do certain characters, really allowed me to blossom and open up the inner circle to a certain level that I was able to benefit from it and develop a friendship that I never thought would actually be possible because after I retired, I closed down even more and wouldn't allow myself to even interject with other people, not even the law enforcement realm or, or the law enforcement circle. And I actually want to jump in right here and, and I want to tell you something. You probably don't know this story whatsoever. When Ashley first created the Facebook group, it was something that, you know, it's her baby. Ashley created such a good thing and was working so hard at everything she was doing with it. And it, it's incredible to start seeing it take off. And you were one of the, I want to say one of the first members that... I honestly don't remember if it was Ashley that reached out to you or if I reached out to you because we were doing a lot of that through Facebook Messenger at the time. And when you came into the group, I know Ashley was talking with you and and you sent a video message to her and that was just right down her alley. And she looks at me and she goes, with her big doe eyes that she has, she goes, I'm going to love him. <laughs> and and from that day, I mean, and you guys have hung out on multiple occasions, 
And now you're out here, you're out in Cali, you're visiting us, we're getting to show you around and have a, a blast with one another. And it's something that it's, it's cool to actually connect in person now. But from the very beginning, Ashley already had felt a connection with you. I've had people at my own work come to me and say, who's that bald guy that does all these weird voices in their Facebook group? <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know. I don't know him at all. And I still to this day pretend I don't know you, but I'm just kidding. No, I say, no, he's an awesome guy. And, and I sell I sell you to him. So it's something that's really cool. And your voice is something that brings yourself out, right? And you doing your Facebook lives is something Ashley and I joke with. It's like, Oh, Brian's, if we, we don't see you for five seconds, Brian's doing another Facebook Live somewhere. I wonder who it is this time. So it's it's really cool to have you here and to have you on the podcast today. Clint, I so appreciate that because in my last marriage was very abusive. And I won't go into great detail, but to be stifled, having a personality and then have a spouse who was always verbally assaulting me and destroying my character, making fun of me or trying to tear me down because I would do voices or have a personality and a character. And to be able to come in this group and be free and to be myself and everybody responds to it in a positive manner. Some people don't understand it, but I feel the majority percentage of the people in the Facebook group are receptive and they just look for that humor in those voices and that oddness of me to do that and actually before I had no idea even how to do a messenger live on my phone so that was something that Ashley who's like a younger sister to me that I never had I have a I have an older sister that was married when I was 16 so those high school years I didn't have a sister to relate to and to grow up with and to hey how do I respond to this or how do I how do I get a girl to like me and that stuff was not there because my sister got married and moved away. So I kind of had to muddle through a lot of that on my own and to finally find a group that I can be myself and there's no judgment was just completely awesome. And I'm just, and I was in other groups before I explicitly joined this group and they were only just posting about deaths and negativity and that didn't help me with my PTSI or I don't think really helps anybody. Not that you shouldn't remember those who have fallen and given recognition to, but to completely focus on that and not have a camaraderie and a humor side in a dark world that we live in doesn't help, and it didn't help me. And that's something I actually, I know Ashley from the very beginning had intention of not wanting to, making sure none of that stuff was posted in the group. And what kind of came up for me as you said that is in law enforcement, in firefighting and military, we deal with the worst of the worst, like we've talked about before. But what we we deal with it when we're on scene, we see it. We don't want to keep reliving it when it's one of our brothers or sisters who dies. That's the most tragic. That's the worst of the worst that we can deal with. And for those first responders who've gone to the scene to where you've seen your brother laying in the dirt shot in the chest or in the head or in a traffic accident, whatever it may be, you don't want to keep seeing their face all over Facebook because the next person is trying to grab those likes. They're trying to do that subconsciously. It's not something they're doing with intention saying, oh, I know people are going to love this. I'm going to post it. It's not how it works. But 
what they're doing is all out of respect for this person. I want to make their name known. I want to put them out there, which is great. It's amazing to see that support, but not in the place where cops go or firefighters go to get away from that. Right. I agree that there needs to be a balance to that. You can remember the fallen, honor them, love and cherish them and keep their memory alive. But there has to be limits to how much negativity exposure when, like Clint said, you're trying to get away from that. You deal with it eight to 12 hours a day, depending on what your shift schedules are mandated. You don't need to go home, find a safe place in the group such as this and keep reliving it over and over again. And a lot of us guys are creatures of that we see something we're visual by nature we don't need to keep reliving that and seeing that over and over again oh thanks guys selfless plug police fire military and families <laughs> facebook group go ahead and check us out request access i do an incredibly strategic job when it comes to vetting anybody that comes in you know i send a pi to your house before you'll be allowed access all the fun stuff but I, I know we're limited on time here. And really quick, we're, we're just going to do like a 30 second and I'll ask each of you this. What is one way as an adult that you can make friends that you do make friends outside of your profession? Clint, I'll let you start. I just strike up conversations with random people. Wait a second. I'm going to interject here. Random old, old women. Ladies. No. <laughs> that is true. Old woman. I've seen that, folks. <laughs> I, I'm, my, my, my parents, my partners call me the social butterfly. I just go and talk to people and I don't go and talk to people. I'm holding the uh, lunch plate at Sizzler trying to get a salad and I'm like, yes, I'm finally getting to eat. And I end up in a 30 minute conversation with random people because it's hard for me to walk away from it. So keeping yourself, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to limit this to 30 seconds. So keeping yourself open to the opportunity of meeting new people and not just going about your business in this closed-minded way. Smiling with my eyes, yes. What about you, Brian? I feel the same way being retired now. The pressure is off, but I think you have to present yourself to be approachable. Most cops, they have a staunch look on their face, the old school mentality. They sit in the back corner, they watch the door, and there's nothing wrong with that, but they're not approachable. So if little Susie comes up and wants to know about how to be a cop or just as odd in awe about the uniform or the weapons or the, the toys we have on our belts, you need to be presentable. In today's society, it's not like the old way where we had authority, but we ruled by fear because of our authority. Nowadays, people could care less. They'll go up and shoot you in your own cruiser in broad daylight. So you need to have that public support and make yourself presentable and approachable to anyone. Beautiful. You guys, thank you so much to everybody who is listening. I appreciate your time that you've gifted to us this morning, this afternoon, this evening. Whenever you consume this content, please do me a favor. Join us next Monday, the 18th, where we are going to have a very special episode because Mr. Clint Walton and Brian K. Bishop are going to do a podcast takeover, and I'm super, super excited about that. Thank you guys so, so much. Have an amazing day. If you've gotten any value out of this episode, do me a favor, subscribe, drop a review down below, and know that I am sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours, and Clint just hugged himself. I think that was straight for you guys. Thank you so, so much. <laughs>